you know her well. She's been on quite frequently. Her name is Kathy Hochul, and uh, always a a welcomed uh, addition on this uh, program. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Hochul, always good to have you. You know that. Well, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Jay, and your uh, countless listeners who tune in every day. Indeed, and uh, very appropriate for you to come on today because uh, it's a celebration, as I say, uh, with Phase 3 here on Long Island. So people who need to get their nails done and are not looking like Elvira anymore uh, will have that opportunity (laughs) today. So very, a very welcome sight for some, huh? You know, it sure is, Jay, and, you know, Long Islanders have, sacrifice so much and even just the smaller things in life like everyone anxious to be waiting to get their their hair styled or cut or finally cleaned by someone who knows what they're doing at a hair salon in phase two and, and now to be able to go to more uh you know closer in proximity services like nails etc it's it's these are milestones that you make us appreciate the small things in life but also just be able to get the restaurants indoor dining is really a big one and this is going to be so good for the economy, getting people back to work, and, and bringing more vitality to the charming downtowns that Long Island is known for. So that's, that's probably the most exciting part for uh, individuals like myself who couldn't wait to stop cooking in my own kitchen, sick and tired of my own attempts at being a chef and uh, letting the professionals handle that work. No question. Uh, should be wonderful, 50% uh, capacity. The numbers are great. Uh, New York's done a wonderful job. Lieutenant Governor Ogle, a wonderful job. Of, uh, of quelling the spread and keeping these numbers down. And we implore everybody, you know, if you're going out, you got to wear that mask, keep your distance, do it safely and everything else. Uh, give me your assessment over the last two weeks as far as those numbers. Well, the numbers are looking fantastic. I mean, it's just extraordinary to look back on where we were two months ago or even eight weeks, you know, six weeks ago. And Long Islanders made it happen. And the reason the rate of infection is you know, hovering around 1%, sometimes slightly higher, but not much, uh, is because people have listened to the governor and our administration in really making sure that they wear the masks, that they socially distance, and they're smart about it. And those who are still outliers who think you know, it's a political statement if you don't wear a mask or whatever reason they may have, they, they really have to realize they could be part of holding back the final phases, which everyone really wants to get to, you know, get to phase four and, and beyond. And because it's, this is not just uh, overreaction on our part. We have data that shows what's happened in other states that opened too early. People got complacent. The governors didn't insist that people wear masks when they go into establishments. And as a result, we're seeing a huge spike in cases around this country something we absolutely do not want to see happen here in New York because we have put up with far too much having been the epicenter. We, we've suffered. We're finally starting to come back, and we want no person or any establishment that doesn't follow the rules to send us backwards. So that, that's why I'm uh, pleading with all, all of our residents to stay the course. We'll get through this, but there is a very strong possibility of a setback if people stop doing what they've been doing so well all these months. Right, Got to use uh, precautions and everything else. No question about it. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hogan with us here on a Wednesday, and it is a celebration. Why, Bill? You got Phase 3 uh, happening today. You know, I was, uh, woke up this morning, and I guess uh, reading about Phase 4, I guess it's not a slam dunk, slam dunk in hole as far as, uh, you know, everything going in one shot here from what we understand and read. Lieutenant Governor, maybe you can expand on it if you can. It's going to be done in sectors. Uh, so when those gyms open up and the malls and everything else, uh, you know what? 
not not so fast, July the 8th. Uh, and I guess maybe the reasoning, just by simple deduction, maybe common sense, is, you know, they got to decipher this properly as far as the crowds and everything, as far as those venues, right? Right, and you, you have one chance to get it right, Jay, and we saw countless states where they got it wrong, and we just are not going to jeopardize the health of our residents to just do anything prematurely. And I know there's extreme frustration in the mall owners and the gym owners, and I get it. I hear it every single day uh, throughout the state. But the reality is we've studied what's happening in other states. Now we have an opportunity to see what happens when people do things the wrong way, unlike New York State, and to see that they actually, those actually are places where there have been spikes elsewhere. So we're going to be cautious. We will get through this, but it's going to take a little more time. So with respect to the Phase 4 guide that just was released, partially released uh, late last night by the administration, this is for about five of the regions, I think about Syracuse, Rochester, Binghamton, the North Country. They will enter this phase on Friday. Places like Western New York will be probably Tuesday, uh, Capital Region probably Wednesday, and then certainly we'll be swinging back to pick up Long Island and and New York City after you've successfully completed Phase 3. But the reality is is everything is not going to be announced for the first day. That when, is a, everything's not going to be available the very first day of Phase 4. That does not mean that these activities, which are under intense review right now, won't be picked up shortly thereafter or some time frame thereafter. They're going to happen. It's just we need people to trust us that we are not just, you know, applauding ourselves for the great success of having a 1% rate of infection compared to other states that's the best in the nation. We're also very concerned about the flow of commerce, other people who've traveled elsewhere, coming back to New York, possibly increasing the spread, or people just getting complacent. So those are very real concerns. Other states that thought they were fine, they're out of the woods a month and a half ago, they're now having to re-shut down activities and, and go back to where we've been, and we do not want to take the state backwards. So we appreciate everyone's understanding and, and trust that uh, we are doing this based on data, not emotion. And we, there's no one who wants to get the state more fired up and back running on all cylinders than the governor and myself. And we've seen what's done to our residents. Our citizens have been through so much. Our businesses have been suffering tremendously, and we need to bring them back. But we have one chance to get it right. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hogan Willis. So, in essence, I guess it's a viable thought when we hear the the mindset of Governor Cuomo stating, you know what, it could be a very real thing uh, regarding uh, the quarantining of individuals who are coming up from states like Florida and Texas and whatnot into the Empire State to self-quarantine for a couple of weeks based on the spikes we're seeing down south and into the southwest. I guess that is a viable thought process at this point in time, Lieutenant Governor Hogel, no? Yes, that is exactly what the governor has said we're looking at. And you have to give the governor tremendous credit. You know, from the first day, he has been transparent, uh, explaining to the public what we know, what we're working on, where we think we're going to go, you know, how we get there. And so the fact that he's, you know, just letting everyone know that he's considering this as an option to see whether or not this would have the desired effect of keeping the virus away from New York State, where we work too hard and for too long to get to where we are today. And what's happening in some areas is even rural upstate New York, there are what we call snowbirds, people who leave the colder temperatures of a place like western New York. They go to Florida for half of the year, and now they're starting to come back, and communities that had seen 
no increases at all, you know, hardly any cases, which was phenomenal. The couple of cases they have, the common denominator is they came back from Florida to their summer homes. That's what we're concerned about. Now, we want those people to get tested. They've not been quarantined, but they have to be smart. They're leaving a place that is now the hot spot, coming up to a place that had been and never wants to be again. And we have to make sure that everyone's taking the right precautions. So, yes, the governor has said he's He's considering that mandatory that um, a mandatory quarantine for people uh, coming in from other states that are designated hotspots. But certainly details will be forthcoming on that, as the governor is always so good about making sure people know exactly how we're handling this. Question, uh, and uh, certainly the numbers indicate that. I'll ask you something here because it's been thrown at us here at the station. So many uh, moms and dads and and, and just uh, uh, grandchildren in general regarding... Whoops, regarding some of the nursing homes, we know that visitation in play at the hospitalization level. We know that being uh, as far as some of the group homes. But a lot of people have wondered, do you think there will be something added as far as our assistant living and our nursing homes so that loved ones can get a little bit of that one-on-one outside of a viewing window or a window in general? as far as their loved one. Do you feel that could be coming down the pike very soon, approaching a holiday, July the 4th? And, of course, we got the summer months. So, you know, listen, everybody in isolation feels it a little bit here, regardless if you're in a nursing home or just quarantine itself. You get depression and everything else put in the mix. What do you see that as far as a change in the in the next couple of weeks, hopefully? You're absolutely right, Dave. This has had to be one of the most excruciatingly painful decisions that had to be made with respect to literally sequestering our family members, our loved ones in nursing homes to keep them safe and literally keep them alive. And that's, that was the choice. Uh, allow visitors who could be bringing in the virus unbeknownst to themselves. We know that this virus is more contagious during a time when you don't even know you have it than it is afterwards. So the, you, you could be vulnerable. You could have just picked it up. You go in and visit your loved one, and all of a sudden we have a hot spot in a nursing home because these are the most vulnerable people in society. And it's, it's a gut-wrenching decision to separate families from their loved ones, especially those who may not quite understand uh, the ramifications of what's going on. They don't understand why they haven't seen their family members. But, yes, the administration is working on this. I expect there will be a decision in the fairly near future about uh, accommodations that can be made to ensure that we don't compromise the safety of the residents and the health care workers. They are tested every week. When you think about the fact that, we had a very aggressive program to test the healthcare workers or the nursing home workers, and we found that there were about 6,500 of those workers testing positive. And you ramp up, you take those numbers and ramp up the number of people visiting by introducing family members. You know, this is a risky situation, but we will get it right. We will, we will have guidelines that uh, clearly recognize the need for people to connect with loved ones, but also protecting their safety. All right, important stuff, good stuff today. At least uh, uh, phase three uh, in operation uh, as far as Long Island. Phase two and uh, New York City. How about that, Lieutenant Governor? Phase two in the city, loads of people happening uh, in and around the Big Apple on um, on Monday, which was a welcome sight, and even more so, you saw a lot of people wearing those masks walking the streets there. That was a good sign, huh? It, it was a beautiful sight, and you know, people can have the outdoor dining experience and start reconnecting with friends and, you know, as the, as the phases go up, the larger number of people can gather. But if they do it smart, we're going to be fine. It's, it's, it's one of the simplest 
remedies to a problem that I've ever heard of. You wear a mask and you wash your hands. It's not that hard. People can continue doing it. Again, congratulations to Long Island. Phase 3 is a fun one, and I want everybody to get out there and support your local restaurants. They have suffered. They've been there with their takeout trying to make the delivery work, and now they need us to walk in, socially distance, sit at the tables, sit at the tables that are separated by six feet apart, which is the right way to do it. But start opening up your wallets and helping them. We need to get them over these tough times. Lieutenant Governor Hochul, uh, always a pleasure. We look forward to the next time. You stay well now. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon, Jake.